I'm furious. First of all, we're without a speaker. This is historic. Something like this hasn't happened in well over 100 years. And now what we've got is total chaos when the Republicans are playing out their infighting on national television in a historic way instead of fighting Joe Biden's policies. The one time we are up in virtually every metric as it relates to the Biden administration, you've got the Republicans going out there and showing how dysfunctional they are as Matt States is engaging in fundraising. And I got to tell you something. I am furious. There's no question that this is something that they have been trying to do for almost nine months that McCarthy's been speaker. And the truth is that they've done a lot in Congress. They've gotten a lot of bills passed. The fact that the Senate doesn't want to take them. They've done a lot in terms of oversight. And, you know, now you've got the Democrats. This is the crazy thing. Democrats who hate the MAGA Republicans are now joining with the MAGA Republicans to oust uh, Speaker McCarthy. This is like the devil is in the middle of all of this chaos. And Donald Trump is right. Why are the Republicans fighting with each other like this? Because we're stupid. (laughs) Just when you think it's going to be okay for a little while. The Republicans go in and just screw it up. One Republican in particular, Matt Yates, along with, uh, well, our own 5th District Congressman, joined the Democrats' majority to oust Speaker McCarthy. So Bob Good, right in there, doing his uh, due diligence, you know I guess. all my thoughts are there. Well, hopefully we're going to have a speaker by next week. We're looking at Tuesday, probably. And, you know. So help me understand exactly why does anybody know here's what matt yates says okay okay this is this was the deal for for them to put speaker mccarthy in because it's always been wonky well here's the thing this is a order of business or something in the and you know because the senate and the house can write their own little things little triggers that can make this happen if this happens one person could call into question the speakership's position. Mm-hmm. Matt Yates said, I will not say yes un- unless you put that one in. So he's basically putting his own, you know, little bogey in there. Uh-huh. He was the one that came out and said, I want to call into question his leadership. And he got ousted yesterday. That trigger needs to be taken out because one person, one man or yeah, one woman should not be should able, not be to, able to turn the whole Congress upside Where's down. the checks and balances? Right. That? There is none there. So that needs to go away right off the bat. So at any moment, Matt Yates didn't like something that Kevin McCarthy did. He could play this card. Well, and he played it yesterday. And he's claiming the $33 trillion debt. He's claiming that, that the speaker lied when he said he was going to do this, and he did that. And Well, they're saying he, he reneged on the terms of their deal to support him. That, um, yeah, that, that they... I guess on the terms of their deal to support him in the speaker's election and refuse to go along with the funding extension. That was that was the straw that broke the camel's back when he said, look, we're going to well, we just what we went through over the weekend. Right. We we woke up, you know, Sunday morning going, oh, the government didn't shut down. Oh, everybody's happy now, Mm -hmm. you know, because they extended it 45 days to November. We were talking about the day before my birthday the we're going to run out of money again. And Mm -hmm. I said my birthday gift would be that the government would shut down for a long time except for essential things. So yeah, he gets ousted. So so he wanted he wanted us to 
He stop. wanted us to say he wanted us to we, shut we down. haven't had an official budget. And I agree with Matt Yates in this way. We've worked with what they call CRs, continuing revolution re, resolutions, not revolutions. That what that's what we need. But it's like Janet maintaining you know, current levels. Right. Like you you, you don't have enough money. And I, and you come to me and I say, you know, look, I told you you need to spend this much, but here's another whatever to get you through. And and you know, you're going in debt. I'm loaning you money with probably an idea of never getting how can we pay 33 trillion dollars back it'll never get paid back we'll have to go bankrupt and that's where we're headed so apparently this also included 16 billion in disaster relief funds but did not have funding for For ukraine or border security right that was the other thing these are all good things no money going to ukraine and not to our own border what the hell right you know yeah so He's they saying better, I pulled, they better pull up on the plane quick. I'm he just said saying. I, I pulled the the bandaid off, you know, and and now we got a raw wound here, and that's true. And maybe if here's the thing, Matt Yates will be a genius if all of this actually gets our government to function within the means that they're supposed to function. I don't think that's going to happen because you and I both know they invented the phrase "kick the can down the road." Yeah. You know, well, we'll we'll get into it more later. We're getting yeah, we're off off track here, but <sighs> I'm sorry. Uh, I know it's. I it, want to go back to a. Well, we're going to have to talk about it. I, know. I mean, it's just the way it is. Yeah, it is. But in the meantime, it is Wednesday. Yes, and we're glad that you're here with us because you know we're halfway there. I almost forgot. It's hump day. What day is it, Mark? <laughs> Janet, guess what today is? It's hump day. Hump day. Get happy. Why? All right, I'm, I'm bringing it back. Clap with me, Janet. <laughs> I got show prep I'm doing. <laughs> I'll tap along with you. How about that? Yeah, that's it. All right, so we'll go to our our good vibe thought of the day. Yes. To bring it us all back. You'll find, my friend, that what you love will take you places you never dreamed you'd ever go. Hmm. So think about that for a few minutes instead of I this used other to ask, chaos. I used to ask Dad, where are you going, Dad? He goes, I'm going crazy. Want to come along? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wherever the I road takes that. me, that's where I'm that's going. Right. All right. 434-248-0704 is our text number. We would love for you to play along with our Mind Jam trivia. Dun, dun, dun. Mm-hmm. A Russian czar banned this popular product in 1914, and the response was so swift, widespread, that he had to abdicate the Russian throne shortly thereafter. Yep. What did he ban? Mm. Hmm. That's what we want to know. Was it? Well, they didn't have Reese cups back then. No, they didn't. <laughs> if you think you know, send it over to us, and we will uh, we'll let you know here in just a little okay. bit. On this day in history, in 1957, talk about a simpler time. Absolutely. The TV sitcom Leave It to Beaver debuts on CBS. Leave It to Beaver. Dad, I can't eat them. I don't like them. The same thing every time we have a green vegetable. Now he's going to eat them, and that's all there is to it. Bum, bum, bum. And he ate his vegetables, and look what happened. Aww. He became a young man. What a good boy. He was. In 1974, <laughs> Apple Records releases John Lennon's fifth studio album, Walls and Bridges, and it includes this single. Whatever gets you through the night, it's all right. 
kind of a feel-good fun song. It is. Yeah, I like that one. Yeah, it's hard to feel bad when uh, when you hear that one. And then in 2006, less feel-good. Uh, <laughs> just saying, you know. Well, because we of from, everything. This, oh, the 50s and a simpler this, time. And the 70s, whatever gets you through. And then 2006, WikiLeaks is launched. So, And, burr, we, burr, burr. and we found out a lot more than we wanted to know. Yeah, yeah can it possibly be true? It's a worry, isn't it? that the rest of the world's media is doing such a bad job that a little group of activists is able to release more of that type of information than the rest of the world press combined. Hmm. Hmm. And boy, has he paid a horrific price. Some would say For sure. he's the devil, and some would say he's the one that's helped the set savior. us free when yeah. it comes to information. Yeah, you know? For sure. Uh, if it's your birthday today, happy birthday to you, you October baby. You share it with actress Susan Sarandon. She's 77 today. The double seven. Now, do you want to come out of this alive? You know, certain words and phrases just keep drifting through my mind. Things like incarceration, cavity search, death by electrocution, life imprisonment. So do I want to come out alive? <laughs> I don't know why. We're going to have to think. Hell no, I'm going to drive a 63 Thunderbird over the cliff. She's so, <laughs> you know, people either, a lot of people don't like Susan Sarandon, right. but I don't think you can argue with her body of work. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, she's kind of underrated. Mm. Yeah. She has been in so many movies and so many really good movies. Yeah. So. Of course, the Rocky Horror, you know. Oh yeah, thing. that was early on. Early. I, I never saw that. I never saw that. I yeah. saw clips of it. Yeah. But uh, anyway. Not not really in my wheelhouse no, there. I know. <laughs> uh, actor Christopher Waltz is having a birthday today, turning 67. 007. The life you could have had and the reason all of this is so beautiful, so exquisitely beautiful is that you're coming to me looking for answers. Whereas the one person who knows it all is she. It's Madeleine. She holds the secrets you need, all of them. I didn't need to kill you. I'd already broken you. I wanted to give you an empty world, like the one you gave me. Mm-hmm. Very intense scene. I would say so. Mm. Uh, actor Leave Live. I have no idea who yeah, this next I, person is. Well, he's you would recognize his face, right? And he that's played the Manchurian the Candidate and oh, okay. a bunch of uh, Ray Donovan. The, the uh, series on, on Showtime. Gotcha. And uh, this is one of those scenes out of there. Call your daddy, have him sort this out for you. Is that the best you can do? You tell him. I'm going to check for $500,000 made out to Carl Lefeld today. Or what? Or I'm going to put you in the trunk of that Aston Martin and drive it off a cliff. Mm, so Thunderbirds and Aston Martins going over the cliff this morning. On the morning jam. What a waste. <laughs> I think it's more of a waste of the Thunderbird myself, but mm, Yeah. Now these next two are tied together, believe it or not. Okay. Because this lady was the love interest of Sean on Psych. Alicia Silverstone. Uh what or you're talking about Rachel, not Alicia. Well, no, Alicia too. She's the partner, I think. Oh. Is okay. this the wrong one? Maybe I don't ask no. questions I don't want to know the answer to. Ooh, then never ask a boyfriend if he thinks your sister's hot. I don't have a sister. How about a boyfriend? Where are you? Well, there's a spectral plane where all of our auras... You know what, Sean? I have a really hectic day today. The chief, she's... Out of the office. Going to a seminar oh, on oh. non-lethal weaponry with Lassiter. Out of town. Okay. Psychic. Give me the details. How'd you figure that out? Most of it is in her day planner. <laughs> he was in her office. All right. Reading that to her. And then this was the... Uh, 
the he regular. Went, yeah, well, he went to school with this one here. And they meet up later in life at a class reunion and, well... You really don't remember what happened between us in high school, do you? Stern's Wharf, senior year, the, the carnival on the pier. You pursued me, like, every day of senior year, and then I finally agreed to go out with you, and then you didn't show up. Here's the thing, Abigail, and not a lot of people know this. I was actually working as a midwife back then, family business, and I got a call from a client late at night, going into labor. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't think Alicia Silverstone was in psych. Well, I, when I Googled her, this is what came up. Okay. All right. I don't know. Maybe. Okay. Uh, actor Lori Saunders Petticoat Junction is having a birthday today. She's turning 82. Wow. Don't 82. touch the hubcaps. I didn't know Mr. Douglas had a new car. Oh, I don't work for him no more. I'm a Hollywood flunky now. Oh, really? Yeah. I work for a big Hollywood producer. They call him the star maker. Can we meet him? Sure. He's in Drucker's store. Just mention my name. He thinks I look like Shirley Temple. Shirley Temple? Come on, Bobby Joe. We've got it made. Okay. All righty. Um, we are doing our Mind Jam trivia. You mm -hmm. guys are sending things in. That's good. The Russian Tsar banned this popular product in 1914. Too bad I wasn't around to miss it. <laughs> uh, the response was so widespread, he had to abdicate his Russian throne shortly thereafter. What in the world did he ban, Miss Janet? Well, uh, somebody said alcohol. Mm, yeah, it was probably some form of it. Yeah. Right, could be. And um, and then someone said potatoes, but I don't think you can ban potatoes. Can you ban potatoes? I don't know because it's a mainstay in Russia. I yeah. mean, it literally is. Yeah. It's like one Life of the main foods. You know, they, right, exactly. Yeah. All right, we're going to go into break. It's 620. Uh, Bill Fagerbake, is that how you pronounce that name? He's the coach on SpongeBob either way. He's on SpongeBob. He's Patrick on SpongeBob, and he plays uh, the How many people does guy. he play? He's well. He's Patrick on SpongeBob, oh. and then he's uh, the goofy oh, assistant. Oh, on that's coach. where it's coach. Okay, I, I, boy, I need more coffee. <laughs> he's the big tall blonde guy, isn't he? Or is this co the actual coach? Yes, Kara. I told him Maggie Lawson was the love interest, not Alicia Silverstone. They just look alike. Yeah, we got it. I'm Here, sorry, okay. people. I think I made this mistake last year. I think you did too. I'm going underwater. <laughs> Are y'all ready, kids? I can't hear you. Oh, who lives in a pineapple under the sea? The Morning Jam with Janet and Mark, 6 to 9 a.m. I was wondering if I could borrow your bio notes from yesterday. And I had something she wanted. Sure. So you uh busy Friday night? That is Alicia Stone. There you go, Alicia Silverstone. Or Silverstone, yeah. <laughs> I was stoned when I came up with that. Apparently. Anyway, uh yeah, that's her. Boy, she does look a lot like they, her. They look a lot like you she even looks a found lot like Maggie. A Google search that Love says Alicia Silverstone is not in psych, so stop <laughs> Googling it. <laughs> even Google had to fix it. Oh, that's right. Well, That's exactly right. At so. least, well, this is where I'm, me and my wife are uh, the same. She gets the lyrics wrong, I get the actresses wrong. Yeah, well, well, there you anyhow. go. Let's All go right. back to our Mind Jam trivia. Yes. And maybe we can solve this issue, because we actually have an answer. A Russian czar banned this popular product in 1914. Everybody was so outraged shortly thereafter, was no longer on the throne. What did he ban that was so terrible, Janet? The answer is vodka. 
vodka. And let me just say this. Yeah. So apparently, at one time he was a big drinker, and okay. then and then he he got brought on board with the whole prohibition thing. Ah, I see. So they they literally say that his decision to ban vodka is what brought down his empire. Wow. Because there was already uh, hyperinflation. Okay. They already had, you know, the war going on. They were experiencing a lot of, of losses mm-hmm. uh, there. So there was a lot of unrest anyway. And then when they, uh, when he forced his soldiers to go cold turkey, ah, that didn't go well. Dang. <laughs> yeah. Wow. So they, a lot of people say that, you know, and, and not to mention that fact that it was a big economic Oh, yeah, made a lot of money, sure. So that didn't end well for him. Dang. Yeah. Have have another. I wonder what that product would be in our country. It's National Vodka Day, by the way. Oh. Which is the the cleanest, purest alcohol you can uh, consume. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Now you know. You're welcome. Yeah. Yeah. We got lots of headlines today. Some of them I don't like. Well, we, we are speakerless. Well, we're speakerless, and Liberty University made it into the Washington Post and USA Today, and not in a good way. Oh, boy. More trouble for LU, huh? Well, it's not not good. A government report that has come out from the Education Department says that Liberty underreported crimes and destroyed evidence Mm -hmm. and broke safety laws for years. Oh, boy. Not good. No not not a good not a good day for liberty well in the midst of that in the midst of donald trump's second day you know going to trial Mm -hmm. speaker mccarthy resigning getting booted actually from his position hunter biden pleads not guilty to three gun charges in court that sort of gets hidden and buried in the news yeah all right uh six people have been charged with racketeering in a large-scale bust in Southern Virginia. Really? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. I don't know how long they've been working on that one, but apparently, it, you know. Okay. Speaking of Donald and day two at the trial, he remains optimistic about the trial. He says, I think it's going very well. So, I don't know what that really means. Right. But day two... And this is another day he's not out there campaigning, although I'm sure he's doing stuff on his social media. Amherst County Board unanimously declines the purchase of the Central Virginia Training Center property. They uh, voted to send a formal letter to the Virginia Department of General Services and and inform them that the county would not purchase the training center property, which I think is interesting because that's a nice property. Yeah, yeah, it is. So... Hmm. So, Illinois governor sends a letter to Joe Biden begging for immigration assistance and intervention at the border. Meanwhile, illegal immigrants are putting a strain on New York City's hospitals. Oh, geez. Imagine that. I mean, when are they going to get it? When I mean, it's going to be like the whole Russian czar thing all right, over right. again. Now all that's missing is for him to, like, you know ban white claw or something and then even the <laughs> well, young people d- are gonna freak out right exactly lord well he's he, on one hand he'll forgive their college loans and say i'm taking this over here but you get that over there uh, i don't know i can't make a decision 
There's also uh, another story about LU. They Mm -hmm. uh, relinquished their student radio station's FCC license and then had to pay fines to resolve an FCC investigation. Man, they are getting it from all sides. Does it it tell the station? Uh, WQLU. That's 90.9, I believe. Their little FM frequency. It was the student station for many years. It was WWMC, C91, we called it back in the day. Yeah. Huh. I heard about this a couple days ago. I just couldn't say anything. Um, But... And a ten thousand dollar fine. Yep, and it's uh, the station's going away, as I understand it. So, like the whole frequency is going away, or going dark, going dark. Nobody well, can I, even buy it. Well, I, that I don't know. Okay, that part I don't know. But. Well, we will talk about a uh, a test, a broad test that's going to be going on with the emergency broadcast system. That's At today, two twenty Eastern time. Mm-hmm. Beep. Yeah. Your phone's probably going to beep and i mean it's, it's supposed to be everywhere radio yeah. stations tv stations yeah phones yeah um so yeah they did this a, a few years back as i recall i think after covid yeah they did it just to test it you know, yeah so once again we're being it tested. needs it needs to be tested oh, i think so yeah in case of a national emergency no doubt you know like so a one- vodka shortage <laughs> see if they'd had that in russia man it wouldn't have mattered. They would have just had the revolution even earlier, probably. <laughs> true. Right, w, no, not WDBJ7. Uh, well, Bill Trefera is coming up. Yeah, Bill Trefera filling in from our Roanoke desk for WDBJ this morning. Uh, CBS News Brief is uh, first, though. We'll see you on the other side of the break. And currently, uh, temperatures definitely feel like they're cooling down a little bit as we head into the weekend. Uh, But for right now, we have 57 degrees in Salem and Roanoke, 55 in Lynchburg, 56 in Bedford, 57 in Danville, uh, 55 in Amherst, and 56 in Appomattox. It was, I did have to turn on the, um, had to turn on my. The heat? Yeah, I did. Okay. I turned on a little bit this morning. But I wore a dress, so. Probably that's why. Oh, if I, I'd had jeans I on, it I wouldn't have been. I wore my dress there. yesterday. So you didn't I'm wear your okay. dress. You didn't wear your dress today. No, okay. I, I did have to turn the heat on in the truck for just a little bit to get that windshield to clear up. But gotcha. Yeah. A new preliminary report <clears throat> from the Department of Education did find that Liberty University has broken federal safety laws for years. That's according to the Washington Post. Mm-hmm. But in addition to that story, uh, we have Liberty losing and relinquishing their FCC license and having to pay fines to resolve an FCC resolution. They've agreed to relinquish the license for the student-run station WQLU and pay a $10,000 fine to resolve an investigation into Liberty's operation of the station and statements Liberty made to the FCC about the station's operations. According to the consent decree between LU and the Media Bureau of the FCC, LU admitted to violations in regard to operating the station at a variance of its license parameters and making incorrect statements about the station's operations to the FCC. So there you go. Well, like that's said, going away. Yeah. Well, it's it's served a great purpose for many years as the lab, you know, but I I Well, I mean it's it's a needed thing if you're yeah. going to for st- students to be able to get that training ground i've had two people in my life that started college radio stations because they felt so strongly right about it about how important it is and so and it's kind of fun to have a college station yeah you get to do a lot of fun things and Mm -hmm. you can 
actually break format occasionally. And, you know, play what you want to play. Right. Have different <laughs> interviews. Know, some and of that it's kind good, of thing. some of it's crap. Some of but it's But that's how so. that works out. <laughs> well, that's right. Yeah. So a man uh, who was accused, I'm sorry, Janet, it's a tough story, of. Uh, Oh, is this about animals yes, or children? Yes, it it's about dogs. All right, la, la, la. I'm uh, not man accused of ahead. killing two dogs in Franklin County appeared in circuit court Tuesday uh, for motions uh, in the hearing. Uh, Terry Michael is charged with two felony counts of animal abuse. And investigators say uh, he admitted to taking the life of the black labs, and it gives their names. Uh, during Tuesday's motions hearing, the uh, defense attorney brought up um, – Hearsay concerns about the testimony of Michael's wife and who was uh, already filing for divorce here. So the trial is set for 9 a.m. October the 4th. That's uh, that's today. Last time I checked, I believe, right? Uh, Are you done? The 4th. I'm done. Okay. So. All right. This is also how I watch movies, just so y'all know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, is something happening to that dog? It's, you know what's sad? Turn my head. Is that I, you know, right. I don't care if it's like a person, but if it's a dog or a child. Right. Well, because you know why? why? I'll tell you why. Uh, tell because me. Because dogs and children don't make choices to get themselves in that situation. Well, this is true. Adults are the ones that. Yeah. So, not always. Muck up the works, yeah. Lo- lots of times mm-hmm. it is. Yeah. So, yeah, I just can't do it. I can't bear it. And it's getting worse as I'm aging. Um, so, we had a situation in Campbell County. Uh, according to deputies there, shortly before 11 o'clock yesterday, the uh, sheriff's office responded to Thorn Lane in reference to two men fighting with each other. While deputies were en route, dispatch notified them one man was involved in the physical altercation and had been shot. Responding deputies arrived at the scene, found one man with a gunshot wound to the abdomen in the area of Thorn Lake and Spark Lane. Deputies said he was taken to the hospital in stable condition. The other man, identified as 26-year-old Torrance Burks Jr. of Rustburg, was found on Thorn Lane, taken into custody. According to the sheriff's office, Burks has been charged with malicious wounding and the use of a firearm in the commission of a felony. Burks is currently being held without bond at the Blue Ridge Regional Jail in Rustburg. There we have it. Okay. I'm I'm multitasking, checking something on the network, make sure something's right. You know, we have several radio stations. And some days are better than others when it comes to making sure all, all things are falling uh, into all place. All the balls are in the air. Yes. And yeah. <laughs> sometimes they fall. And the balls are made from glass. That's the problem. <laughs> so they shatter. <laughs> they shatter when they hit no, the that's ground. That's not good. So Lewis Gale Salem uh, half mile or half marathon takes place on Saturday. That's the 14th. Okay. It's coming up soon. Uh, they are still needing volunteers. The morning includes a series of races, including the 13.1 mile half marathon, as well as the 8K and two kids fun run. Hundreds of people have already signed up uh, with the race director. Molly Bullingen said uh, they still need many, many more volunteers. It takes uh, it takes over 128 just for course marshals. And uh, so it's over 250 volunteers total. If you're interested... You could get a free Chick-fil-A certification, or gift certificate, rather, and nice. a T-shirt if you participate. So we're talking about a T-shirt and a meal. Nowadays, that's worth about eighty-seven fifty. I know, right? <laughs> it's so true. <laughs> so, I mean, it's just crazy. And it's going for a great cause. Yeah, so. good stuff. <laughs> so uh, the Amherst County Board of Supervisors 
voted to send a formal letter to the Virginia Department of General Services to inform them that the county is not going to be purchasing the Central Virginia Training Center property. The board voted on this measure unanimously during the Tuesday afternoon meeting. According to Amherst County Administrator Jeremy Bryant, the county had 180 days to decide it to decide if they wanted to purchase the property. Uh, back on April 12th, Virginia lawmakers were able to secure $25 million in the state's budget to cover the outstanding bonds that were on the site. He also stated that the Economic Development Authority in Amherst County will send a letter to the Department of General Services in informing them uh, of the, the them declining the, the land. Uh, Bryant said they are still showing the land to developers and realtors and will continue to do so. He said, uh, we filled the Parks and Recs bus up with interested developers, mm. realtors, and other officials toward the property, and we'll do that again. We're planning another developer showcase. Okay, so I was recently up there. Yeah, okay. okay. We drove through the campus I mean, all it, the it, way to the end. There's a lot of potential there. Oh, my gosh, there's buildings everywhere. Now, granted, a lot of those buildings would probably have to come down. But, but some all. of them, I believe, have good bones to them. And they could easily like the be turned into, ones. yeah, they could yeah. easily be turned into Apartments apartment units or, yeah. and that kind of thing. It could become a really, really neat place. And I will tell you, uh, this really gets my goat, but um, right before, this actually happened right before my heart surgery back in 2012, I was actually on that site installing cabinets for a friend of mine. They were revamping, knowing that the thing was going to probably close in two or three years, they were still revamping some of the actual buildings and i was part of a couple of those i mean they took the copper downspouts down and put up not tin or anything they put copper back up which is very very costly uh, especially even back then so uh, some of those buildings were revamped in the last 10 15 years so those okay. buildings wouldn't need a lot of care so it, it could be uh, somebody will come in there it and could be turned around into something, something really nice with it and hopefully something constructive and the great thing about it janet is right there you jump you just come off the campus you're on that bypass right. road you can go anywhere that's right you know it's so very very convenient yeah through there well um a message has been sent to former house speaker nancy pelosi <laughs> and here's it here it is want your ready? job back no it's <laughs> Don't let the door hit you where the good Lord splits you. That's who's what the say, message who's is. saying that? The, uh, the interim house speaker. She's been evicted from her office. Really? Yeah. Also, this isn't even McCarthy. This is the guy that's the placeholder for right now. Right. Wow. She was evicted from her private capital office by the new uh, speaker. Did, they, she, did they she maintain some kind of a special elite office that she shouldn't uh, have kept? Apparently. I don't know. They confirmed that Patrick McHenry uh -huh. gave the order to Pelosi to vacate her Capitol hideaway by Wednesday. Well, maybe he should become the permanent speaker if he's willing to do something uh, like that. Just saying. Showing some leadership. Um, now, McHenry Showing is a, a close ally to now former Speaker Kevin McCarthy, who was ousted from his role on Tuesday. Uh, McHenry's eviction order was one of the congressman's first acts. Well, good as, for him as top house lawmaker. Wow, I got to tell you, I kind of love it. Yeah, I do too. Um, he's an interesting looking fellow. What? Where is he? Well, show me. Show me. Is it? I think. Oh, that's it. him with the bow tie. Yeah. Maybe bow ties you know are what back. My, you know what my theory is about? Tell me what your theory? Because I have my own theory. My my theory about bow ties right. is that there's a little bit of arrogance. With, with any man who wears a bow tie. Really? Yeah. See, mine is completely opposite. Really? I 
think that it's kind of the you're showing that you're a little bit of a fun clown and there are fun clowns honey i will tell you just telling that to my wife i will tell you (laughs) that the men i know that wear them right would be insulted by that comment really yep see i think they let loose a little bit but maybe it's just me i I know one that would fall into that category but most of them are a little pretentious i'm thinking of our assistant pastor right now at church he, he wears, wears a bow tie. tie occasionally. Okay. And he's a fun guy. Well, it's all based on on what your experience yeah. is. But right. uh, a lot of times, I, I think that they're like, I think I'm better than you. Right. Well. Look, I can tie a bow tie. Right. We'll see. Ba-bam. I don't know anybody that can tie a bow tie. Now, I, 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 well, I may know that, but I've just never really. You're a pastor, apparently. Well, I, could it be fake? I doubt it. You, th- you think he wears a clip-on bow tie? I do when I'm doing events and I have to wear a tux. <laughs> uh, I can yeah. barely tie a tie. My dad, I don't know how many times my dad like reached over my shoulder and said, son, you got to do this, 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 and this, and I finally got it. Okay. Finally. But a bow tie, I mean, I that, there is an arrogance, I guess, that goes with it because I think you have to have left brain, right brain constantly at work at the same time. Yeah, I mean, I... I I think you got to have a pretty big ego to pull that off. Because, I mean, there's going to be some people that are going on, okay, that's a bow tie. Right. Uh, when we come back, <laughs> I am proposing live and on the air a new feature for the Morning Jam. Oh. I've been inspired by the, the words that have been added to the Merriam-Webster Dictionary. I think maybe we should have a word of the day. Really? Yeah, I'll, I'll propose the first one when we come back from break. Okay. Should I be forewarned and ready then eh oh i think it's great i think you'll love it i think you'll be using it wow i do all y'all are gonna want to use it start your mornings on the right foot and listen to the morning jam 6 to 9 a.m on the Virginia Talk Radio Network. It's 6.50 here on the morning. I was trying to find, I had Word Up somewhere, and now I can't seem to find it. it! Word Up, Word Up, Word Up. Right. You're listening to the morning jam with Mark. Oh, wait a minute. It's Janet first. That spells jam. Otherwise, we'd say Madge. Uh, it's <laughs> the morning Madge <laughs> with Janet and Mark. Yeah, that doesn't. That's not nearly as cool. Madge, you know, Madge sounds like somebody on Who a seven like this. <laughs> Madge smoke cigarettes. Hello, I'm Madge. Come on in. <laughs> Have a seat, sweetheart. Yeah, that's right. That's what Madge sounds that's like. That's right. Um, exactly. So Kara says most men who wear bow ties actually tie the ties and don't use clip-ons. Mark. Most of the guys I know who wear bow ties are fun-loving guys. I know one. I know one that's like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but not many others and i think brad is making a a suggestion for word of the day oh no canoodling is not the word of the day (laughs) although no we had that although i think we did introduce that to some people yeah last week well me being one of them right Right. Uh, and and today may may be no exception today's word may also be one that you're not familiar with but i think it's important wait a minute i did do this work it's the rebirth of Common Sense Talk Radio. Common there it Sense is. Talk Radio. We are the Morning Jam. There you go. We have our little intro and everything. I did it already. Okay. I was looking for it while you were talking. Got it. Word up. That's right. 
<laughs> so we we did this earlier we we in the week we talked yeah. about Miriam Webster. Mm-hmm. I mean, apparently, you could just make up stuff. Well, how many words? What? It was in the hundreds, wasn't it? It was, I don't know. It was too many. Right. And most of them were stupid. Right. So right. I thought, I think we Slang. can like make our own. Make our own words. So today's word of the day okay. is asshole. <laughs> it's a, it's a, it's what? A, it's a noun. <laughs> can you spell that for me? A S K H O L E. This is a person. <laughs> That constantly asks for your advice, yet always does the complete opposite of what you told them to do. Ask Cole. Honey, do not text Janet. Please, you, you, on this one, you know, please. You know who you are. You know who you are. You know if you're an ask Cole or not. A-S-K-H-O-L-E. Wow. I, I'm just saying. That is a play on words. You, you know who you are. That's like. So, that one's worthy of being put in the, don't you think? I, 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 you remember the movie with what's his name, Meet the Fockers? Yeah. And you said that's one you got to be careful with. Right. <laughs> okay. Oh, Lord. Okay. I can, I can bite. I can bite on that one. Okay. Ask Cole. Okay. A S K H O L E. Okay. Got it. New word of the day. Yep. Okay. There you go. All right. Well, we'll have to have a little outro for it, too, you know. And that's today's word of the day. Ask Cole. <laughs> word up. <laughs> I got a text in um, about Bob Good. It says, I think you're completely wrong about Representative Bob Good. I watched his speech on the House floor yesterday mm-hmm. and could not have been more pleased. Recommend you watch it before degrading him. I wasn't degrading him. I'm not degrading him. No, no. I'm just I'm just all, not always his biggest fan. Right. I mean, there's times where we've had him on the show. Absolutely. And, and, and there and, are times that I totally agree with him. Right. And then there are times that I don't think his behavior is befitting his position. And that's just my opinion. Right. Perhaps yesterday he was great. And right. that's great. But not degrading him. Well, it, whatever he said, it he made one of the sound bites. You know, he yeah. was one of the ones. Well, because well, he was one of the six yeah. people that voted with the 200 and whatever four Democrats to I, oust. And, uh, and I think this is my problem with with Bob Good is is he he likes to stir up drama a little bit too much for my taste. I, I, I think sometimes it's not a skunk worth shooting and he'll shoot it anyway. Right. And then we got the big stink that we're left with. So and again, it's just one person's opinion doesn't have to be yours. Right. So, there you have it. Well, there you go. Put that in your ass hole and smoke it. That's right. <laughs> so, you're going to be using that one a lot. I'm going to use it a lot. Yeah, that's You're right. on the morning, Jam. Good morning. <laughs> Good morning, Mark and Janet. This is Todd. Hey. How y'all doing? We're hanging in there. I'm trying not to cuss on the morning. air with the new word of the day. That's what I'm... I'm yeah. really struggling here right now. <laughs> Do not... Yeah, this I'll is say. like putting a box of Reese cups in front of me and telling me not to partake. Yeah, like not to say I, it. I, I know it's like having uh, pancakes with syrup, right? You just you're not supposed to, right? You just want to reach out and get, you know. But uh, yeah, I sent Janet a thumbs up on her. I texted her a thumbs up on that word. I think <laughs> it's a very good word. So because you have some in your life, don't you, Ty? <laughs> yeah, uh, they, probably more than I wish I had. Right? You know? They come to you, you, know? you, you, you. They ask your opinion. You give them good, solid advice. And then they go do the exact opposite. And then they're upset when it falls apart. 
Yeah, and then they say, well, I wish you had told me. And I'm like, hey. I did tell you. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. Short memories. I should tape tape every message when somebody asks you. You know, it's like, I love to play it back, you know. That's right. Hey, um, uh, about the situation with Bob Good, Mm -hmm. um, I've I've supported Bob for years. And I've known Bob since back in the Liberty days. And uh, the only thing I can say last night, I stayed up and watched a little bit of Sean mm-hmm. on uh, Fox. And Sean's comment was, and I think it's probably right, we should probably let the dust settle a little bit, you know, next couple of days and see what comes about. Sure. Um, because there's a lot of negatives coming out of this situation. Yeah. But I, we can have some positives out of this. because no, I believe we're not so. doing yeah. We were not doing what we were, what we told them to if, do. If it's if it's handled you know? well, but you know, yes. I'm I am concerned. I, I said Matt Matt Yates could too. be Matt Yates could be turned <laughs> he could turn out to be the genius here. I don't know. Right. Problem with Matt is Matt's got a lot of baggage and he's under his own ethics, uh, you know, scrutiny right now. Oh, so yeah. so, but I've come to the conclusion too when it comes to Washington, there are no real good perfect and by any means. Uh, people out there to propagate one position or another that i like because there's always baggage i guess the best way i can describe it is it's never a good idea to argue in front of the kids you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. it's never good to fight in front of the kids and i feel like that and i and i do feel like that bob good spurs this kind of thing on i feel like he did it in lynchburg with the city council mess that we're dealing with there and 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 here too i think he likes it and and I don't yeah. like it, you know. I, yeah, I don't like them arguing out in front of everybody. No, putting out everything. You you all can fight like dogs in the back right. room, but you hug it out before you come out and and you put out a unified front. Right. That's what I want to see. Republicans are just notorious for being, you know, factions inside, and you damn it, you know every one of them. Mm-hmm. You've got factions inside the Democratic Party, but I'll tell you what. You can say what you want about Nancy Pelosi. She mm-hmm. knew how to herd her cats. Yes. And they got in line. Yeah. And they, they had a united front. And that's where the Democrats beat the hell out of the Republicans. Well, and, and I think part of that is because Republicans are more likely to cry BS when they see it. Mm-hmm. But again, yep. you know, you, you, you deal with the BS at the local level, mm-hmm. you know, and you don't let that get up to that level right and i just don't think we've been well and that. people get tired of it yeah right. i mean i'm tired of it's it locally exhausting. i'm tired of it in my state and i'm tired of it nationally yeah well i just i just hope it doesn't hurt here coming in november yeah seeing because the democrats they they hold together so tight they do they're going to use this they're going to use this right down to you know the treasurer's office or whatever office they're running for they're gonna right. they're gonna bring this up in conversation which is why we got to put forth the absolute best candidates that we can and sure. and and we're not we're not doing that no, in not. a lot of places yeah thank yeah, you for no, calling in my uh, friend hey todd right, you have a great day god bless Bye-bye. you buddy it's always good talking to you todd from fnl markets uh we'll we'll have uh, our five and nine coming up in the next hour janet can you give us a little teaser no Okay. <laughs> By the way, I got to tell you. Okay, I'm, it's, I'm, a, I'm, it's a great, it's a great weekday. I'm not know. ratting out my wife or anything. Yeah. I'm ratting out myself. Okay. But less than half of that cake that you sent me home with, 
is left. Le- oh. Less than half. Oh, Somewhere like between it. a third and a half is left. Okay. And I think by the end of the day, it may all be gone. Maybe I should share that recipe today. It's a good recipe. <laughs> and I finally got to the middle. Oh, where it was awesome. 